Okay, guys, another episode of In The Good Company podcast and it uh, this intro will be a long one. Sorry, not sorry. A lot of things to say here. Um, so I'm so excited as usual. I'm also, I'm so blessed. Like literally I was sitting today, um, looking that I'm talking to Heather and I was like, when I saw her and uh, uh, the rest of To Be Magnetic Coaches many months ago, I was like, oh my God, I wish I had them uh, in, on my podcast. And here we are today. I talked today to Heather Whitaker. Uh, she's another coach, like I said, from To Be Magnetic, platform created by um, Lacey Phillips. And I'm using uh, Lacey's tools and this platform for over a year uh, now, year and a half, I believe. I haven't shared it before because you know me. I like to first try things for myself. I want to make sure they work. I want to make sure, sure I like them. I want to make sure I believe in them. And I like to be magnetic. I believe it works. I believe it is incredibly important, actually, um, especially where we are now. So that's why I, um, Heather is another coach from To Be Magnetic I have on. Um, uh, you may remember or you may need to go back to my previous episode. I talked to Salwa Chobi and uh, Amanda Blair before. And um, Heather is a coach uh, who is uh, specializing not only, but uh, mostly uh, uh, in career coaching and self-worth work. And um, I want to bring it on because, uh, you know, like I said, I started using and came across Lacey's work a year and a half ago. It was after I finished kind of my... um, you know, several year, years long therapy sessions, um, which I started um, shortly before having Lila. I knew I'm going to start having kids, uh, Lila, then Senna, and I knew that I will have to work on many things and clear a lot of things to show up the best possible way for them. Uh, so I started therapy, like I said, um, regular therapy, EMDR therapy, uh, you know, anything that um, speed up the process. And, and uh, at one time, I even have two, two <laughs> sessions in one week. And I came to the point I cleared, um, uh, uh, you know, major uh, trauma in my life that I will never share with anyone. And uh, I felt like, okay, that's that that work is done. And now I need to find a tool that will allow me to work with myself because uh, at that point I believe that the only person that can help me uh, help heal further and grow further is is me and um, which I probably could really um, do from the beginning together with with therapy but um, that's not how it worked so anyway so I came across Lacey's to be magnetic, which is a a platform set of tools um, that um, help you manifest what you want in your life. But I feel like this word manifestation is so overused now and uh, may sound a little woo-woo to some. But for me, it's really um, all about um, creating the life and and surrounding for yourself and and feelings within yourself that really align with your soul with your needs with your core values with uh, which they are talking uh, naming um 
and calling uh, authentic code. So uh, so it's really a set of meditations uh, and journaling um, uh, that, that really allows you to, to, again, go deep, heal some things, unblock some things from childhood, from what to, uh, society told you, what uh, parents taught you and you saw in your childhood and uh, really... Um, kind of hash it out for yourself is it true is it something that i really still want to believe is it even valid and and that well allows you uh, and allowed me already to create um uh, life for me my work that it's more so much more fulfilling so much more joyful and um uh, and that's why I am I'm bringing Heather on and and other coaches in my podcast uh, podcasts uh, before, because um, also you know if you if you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> you know that uh, when I come across something that is like super excites me, I'm going to blast it uh, everywhere. And I lately came across this prophecy from Native tribe uh it's called seven fires and it says that we are in seven fire uh, period of humanity and one of the tool one of the things they say there that if white people are going to find their way back to themselves and i'm getting chills right now because i think that work lacy's work and coaches lacy's coaches including header um that's just that allows us to connect with our soul, connect with ourselves, with our true desires, with our true values, with um, and block all stuff that don't work anymore for us, that block us to, to uh, you know, reach next level of us. And, and there's nothing woo-woo there. I love the idea that overall to be magnetic is, you know, is this mix of science and spirituality. It's, it's really grounded in, in uh, neuroplasticity and, and how our brain works and, and uses meditation and journaling to kind of adjust things in the brain and, uh, and the system of the, our beliefs that don't work for us and, and not allow us to, to live more fulfilling and joyful life. So, yes, a long intro, I know. <laughs> but I wanted to say it, uh, say it all before I will jump into, oh, what a juicy conversation with, um, with Heather Whitaker. Um, oh my God, we talk about everything, obviously, about what does it mean to work with to be magnetic coach. In the past episode, we talk about what to be magnetic is, and, you know, we went through... Uh, uh, certain uh, naming and how tra how Lacey named certain uh, tools uh, in the platform. Uh, so here we are really focusing on actual work, on uh, um, how to work uh, with with Heather and and her story. Her, I just want to thank her again for her vulnerability and sharing uh, her story so openly. Uh, and I hope you will get inspired and. And it will prompt you to work on yourself <laughs> just a little bit. Open your mind, listen up, because this is a good one. Like everyone, but this is a good one too. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, 
Heather Whitaker. I'm so excited to have you yet another TBM coach. We were just talking how generous you are, guys, to me. We don't know each other at all. And no, I yeah. just randomly, re- I'm reaching out to you guys on Instagram. I obviously follow Lacey and all of you and do the work. And, and so thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me and having Amanda and Sawa. You know, it's for us, we, any opportunity that we can have to share, to be magnetic in this work. Um, as you know, all of us are big believers in it, not because we're coaches, but because it changed our life in some way. So um, I'm honored to be here and with your audience and I'm an open book, so you can ask me anything. Oh, yes, I heard it. <laughs> Thank you again. And and actually, it's a great, um, a great segue to because uh, when I was preparing to talk to you, obviously, I was listening to all your episodes and re-listening to them. And I was just like blown away because uh, I felt like you were so expensive to me in your story. Thank you. On so many levels, like, you know, your story with your husband, how your relationship shifted, how you found um, Lacey's work. Um, how your relationship with your mother, you know, setting mm-hmm. boundaries with her, uh, especially when it comes to money. Maybe that's not the case with, with me, but, you know, setting boundaries and, and noticing how this relationship, how tangled you guys were. Like, it was just like, I was just like, wow, wow, wow. It was like, wow, after wow. <laughs> but anyway, I want you, would love you to start with telling um, everyone, sharing this story, because I think it will be very interesting to, to a lot of people, just the story of like sometimes how bad things can really bring so much good in us and, and be a, a sign. Um, if you can tell us the story of uh, when you got this, how did you say it, uh, the, the present wrap and shit. Yes. <laughs> Actually led you to Lacey's work. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind, because I feel like it's, it's something incredible that sometimes we just focus on the bad part. Right. Of being like, okay, what can I take from it? Yes. Um, well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. I want to start off by saying, you know, uh, I hope that this isn't triggering for anyone because um, this is a, a violent attack. Um, But in 2017, it was January, um, I was pulling up to work out in the evening, which I never do. I always am someone that works out in the morning. Um, I was having anxious energy, right? And instead of meditating, instead of journaling, instead of checking in, I wanted to avoid because that was definitely um, a, a personality trait of mine. I chose to go to a night workout. Again, I never did that before. Um, As I was pulling up to this particular street, there were no street lights. I had never been to this gym before, but at the time I was using class pass. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you could just kind of pick whatever workout you could. And I remember driving up and thinking, oh gosh, this is really dark. Like this doesn't feel good. Right. So that's where my gut kicked in and said, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. But my mind took over it and was like, got to work out. You're going to be late. Like, basically, it was just I didn't I didn't listen to my intuition. And so as I parked and got out of the car on a very dark street that I wasn't familiar with, um, you know, a a, a gentleman in all back. And you know what? He wasn't a gentleman. (laughs) He, he wasn't that's like really generous yeah he was, a, 
he's a, a bad man, you know, um, came up to me and, and by gunpoint and wanted my purse. Well, I, I didn't have it because I just, you know, I left the house with, yeah, the keys and my cell phone. And anyways, he thought I was lying to him and he got really rough with me, got violent with me, um, and ended up, um, pushing me into my backseat and getting on top of me. Um, you know, I, I say this very calmly now because it's, I've been, I've done a lot of trauma therapy over it. And, um, and now I look as at this attacker as my teacher, right. And I have a lot of peace around it and a lot of gratitude. Um, but all that to say is as he was attempting to, um, you know, violate me, I, I fought back because I had this idea of like, this is not my story. You know, it's, if anyone's ever had their life flash before them, you kind of have to make this decision on like, is this how it's going to go? Or do I have a different choice? And we know that life is about choices, right? We do have the choice. And so luckily I have long legs and I kicked and kicked and was able to, to kick him in the face to where both of his hands you know, we're now no longer on me and and on his face. And I was able to to get out of the car and run. I I ran like two miles to a friend's house. Um, And I remember as I was running, I was thinking like, this is not the end for me, right? Like this isn't it. And um, I'm a big believer in therapy. Um, And so I immediately went into trauma therapy um, four days a week, then three days a week. And then two, I mean, I worked my way down to, um, you know, to, to a less amount of time. And while doing this, I took the opportunity to not just deal with that current trauma, yeah. but to look at all the trauma, right? Because at yeah, that point- How long was this round header? <laughs> no, no, I mean like, you know, yeah. in in therapy, I was like, okay. Yeah, you need to- I could, I could just focus on trying to feel safe right now. But I had, there was many times in my life that I didn't feel safe. And at that point I was raw and open and in a rock bottom. And so I- told my therapist, I wanted to address it all. I wanted to address all of the feelings of unsafety and not at this current night, but I really wanted to just go back into childhood. And so we did. And, you know, but I also um, made vision boards and I read The Secret and I looked at you know, all Gabby Bernstein stuff. I love her. I think she's great. You know, universe has your back. But what was happening was I was just trying to find the positive. And even though I think that that's fantastic for a period of time, when you're only finding the positive, you aren't actually dealing with anything. And I remember that if at any time I let my mind go to the negative, it would, I would spiral. And my therapist would say, it's okay. Give yourself some grace in the fact that I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm taking two steps back. And she's like, no, this, you need to do this. And so that's how I found to be magnetic because I was like, okay, this feels like very straightforward, tangible work where you look at past, present, and future. 
you know, you're, you don't want to manifest from the past, but it's important to look at it. It's important to understand where you're currently at and are, is your current state true to you? And then your future self, are you on track for that? So that was a long-winded way to say that I am really, really grateful for that night because I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be as self-aware as I am now. I wouldn't have the relationship with myself that I have right now if it wasn't for the last four years of putting in a lot of work and not willing to settle for mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, thank you so much for sharing it. You know, there are different schools that talking about trauma may Mm traumatize you or actually like for me personally, when I talk about things that um, are heavy on me, it's it's, uh, catharsis, it's clearing because I lose it, I put it out Mm -hmm. there. So I hope it's like this for you too. And thank you for sharing it because this part of, you know, that it was something bad and and then it triggered you to actually do a lot of positive work and change your life and the fact like the big thing about the intuition right that you did not listen to your intuition at mm-hmm. that point you know and and that lesson I think that's something that I think about a lot lately and and people can relate and we should all relate because we should all be tapping more into and listen to uh, 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 to ourselves and I think you also said it and I think Ashley Wood said it that you know that we have all the answers and we have oh, all yeah. the answers and you know and kind of reminders and our body is telling us and telling us and sometimes I feel like this uh, 21st century is just so busy and and so full of distractions that we lost this connection and and so that's a great story to remind to to listen to it and you know it's funny that you just brought that up because I'm um, I really slowed down during that period of my life, but I will say that out of habit, I picked the pace back up, right? Yeah. And in a different in a different way, but um, a couple of weeks ago, I was realizing I had read something about the myth of rushing, yeah, right? And that rushing um, isn't just meaning that you're rushing out the door because you're late. Because I'm never someone that's late, but I was rushing to be productive, right? Just to get things done. Could I, I Could I brush my teeth and make my bed at the same time? And it turns out I can. You know, could I could I get a load of laundry done before my next call? Could I fit a grocery store run in between meetings and why why right exactly and so I've you know for the last couple of weeks I've been really checking in and asking myself does this need to be done right now is this necessary right now and a lot of it is no and sometimes yes depending on work but I will say that because I've opened up this space of less rushing I feel my nervous system slowing down. I'm really noticing a lot. I have a lot more downloads of like how I feel because what I was doing was this rushing of productivity was like a dopamine hit, Mm -hmm. but it also was another, yeah, another level of avoidance and not avoiding um, anything in particular, but avoiding um, white space, you know, just allowing for, 
breath, even though I have a full morning routine that allows for it, that's only one hour, which means the rest of the day I've completely packed. And so all that to say that I think it's really important that when you slow down, it allows you to feel, it allows you to be triggered. And it's important to be triggered because if you can feel it, then you need to heal it. And that's so much about, you know, awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many feelings are so uncomfortable, right? And then we are yes. avoiding and then the circle and then uh-huh. the hamster, hamster. Oh my God, such a good one. I feel like I'm get, getting like a little slap on the hands with this. Like, <laughs> I literally was preparing for this call and I was... Uh, 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 listening to a book and brushing my teeth, you know, because I have two kids too. So I, oh, wow. It's even, even more, but exactly. And I was like, why, why I cannot brush teeth, right? Like such a good reminder. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Slowing down. Heather, we talk with Salwa, with Amanda, what to be, magnetic, uh, to be magnetic is, and I don't want to go there mm-hmm. because everybody can look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Episode. I want to talk to you about what you are doing and what coaches are doing mm-hmm. how the the work with coaches looks like I, I'll be honest I haven't worked yet with any of you uh, but I know I will and uh, and uh, you know how how does it really uh, looks like and again somebody can go to your website and everything is beautifully explained there but if you can tell us how what is your work uh, yeah uh, like because everybody right each coach has kind of like an area of expertise which we yes. do is uh, self-worth career right mm-hmm. yeah, self-confidence so how does it what does it really mean and how does it translate to actual work with the client yeah so and great question thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit more about coaching um, the reason why coaching is so important is because when you're doing this work and you're in it you kind of have blinders on, right? You can't see the full picture. Um, And sometimes you feel very alone in the work to where you're just constantly, you know, you're going through inner child or shadow or whatever it may be. And if no one else in your life is also doing it, you don't really have anyone to talk to. I mean, the good thing is, is that TBM has a pathway community, which is great, but sometimes people are nervous to share, or they don't know what to say, etc. So working with a coach really allows you to take the work deeper, Mm -hmm. right? It allows you to um, ask questions, but it also allows a coach like myself. um, I'm really good at picking up on patterns. Mm -hmm. I can see stories of how it's related to something else. And, you know, we do this over Zoom. And it's so cool to see when somebody has the aha moment of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it. It's really powerful. But typically, you know, um, somebody who works with a coach has already begun the program, Mm -hmm. right? They typically have already done how to manifest. They understand the languaging around it, right? They've already done inner child but they need some clarification. You know, they typically have already done shadow and feel a little bit overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. So when they come to a coach like myself, they're coming with their limiting beliefs. They're coming with these blocks, right? But they're also coming with what they want to manifest. 
And what I want to say is, is that to manifest just means to receive the things that you want because you believe that you deserve them. Oh my God. That keeps it saying that. Yeah. It's, it's not woo woo. It's not, no, you know, the word manifest really just means to receive the things that you want because you believe that you deserve them. Unfortunately, so many of us believe we don't deserve things. So we need to figure out why. And that is my job. My job is to help you understand why do you think that you can't have the job? Why do you think that you can't have the pay? Why do you think that you can't have um, anything, the house, the whatever it may be, it doesn't matter, right? Like, so it's my job to ask the questions. It's my job to, to dig deep and to figure out where is this stemming from? And something I always like to ask my clients is, is this true to you? Mm-hmm. Have you personally experienced it or did you just watch it? Mm-hmm. Because if you watched it, it feels real, right? It feels personal, but yeah. that's not truth. And what I like about to be magnetic is that this work is about getting to the root, Mm. getting to the root of your limiting belief and understanding, have I personally experienced this? And if I have, what did I do to to overcome it? Mm -hmm. If I have not personally experienced it, who did and why do I feel like I need to own it? Mm -hmm. Right? And so it's really just digging and asking questions and prompting with journal prompts and then going back into the work to go a little bit deeper. And so my clients typically work with me once a month, um, which is great. And again, we cover everything from creating your own process to career, to staying in your worth, to understanding what is your fast track to magnetism. you know, every single one of the coaches are so unbelievable and you cannot go wrong with whoever you pick. Mm-hmm. Um, there is bios on the website so you can kind of see everyone's specialty. I think that the reason why I've kind of fallen into the career category is because coaching is just something I do on the side. I've been in corporate wellness now for 15 years. Um, and so I have a full-time job, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I've asked for more money and I've turned down jobs and, you know, I have, I don't need outside validation anymore from bosses or my peers. And yeah. so some of my life experience in that I can then also share with my clients, which people um, find helpful. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love how you explained it because I feel like sometimes people can be a little hesitant, you know, yeah. what does it mean to be coached? And especially yes. in area and, and something like to be magnetic, which is a little different from like regular coach that is right. your coach, which is maybe more understandable. So mm-hmm. it's amazing that you said that. And I also think that it would be great. I remember starting the work and I remember that I'm pretty intuitive person, but I had moments that I'm like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. So I feel mm-hmm. like even starting with the coach session to understand everything and where to start to, yeah. Yeah. personally coach navigate yes one of you to navigate someone 
you know, where to start and then we can, we can check in, you know, maybe after you do their work yes. or whatever. I think that would be great too. And I do have clients that do that. I have right? clients who say, I just joined the pathway and let me explain that the pathway is a monthly subscription. You know, you get, you have a whole year and that means it gives you access to everything, all the deep imaginings, all of the workshops, all of the supported sessions. I mean, it's, it's so it's, much. It's the best $27 yes. you spend yes. a month on your yes. self-work and, and on yourself. Yes. I'll tell you that because it's mine. So, yes. <laughs> so what I do is, is that I will actually share my screen, my Zoom uh -huh. screen, and I will go onto the website and I will go step by step so that people feel comfortable. I teach them how to navigate through it. So, you know, and I sometimes have people who just come to me for their authentic code and your authentic code are your vital needs. These are words that describe what cannot be compromised in your life. And so we have a whole workshop on how to distinguish down these words that have so much more meaning, right? And so some yeah. people just need help with that. Like I, I have too many and I can't, you know, and so I've spent an hour with many people digging into what that means. And so I, I say this because I don't want you to think that um, the hour is yours. Whoever yeah. books a session with me gets to decide what that hour looks like. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that I'm here to serve as a guide, right? I'm an advocate. I'm here to nurture your growth. And however that looks, I'm open to it. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's something that uh, is uh, just uh, throughout the work and throughout TV uh, and as a platform that it's this ability. It's so funny because uh, one of my authentic calls is freedom and authenticity, freedom. Mm. So I needed something that gave me a freedom, how I want to work with myself, yes. you know, and it's, it's so amazing because not only you can work with the coach and it also can be in a free way. Right. But you also can work with the, with the pathway and really choose whatever comes up and whatever um, is important at this stage yeah, yeah. of your life to you. So that's amazing. And then one more thing pop up, mm -hmm. sorry, it's maybe a pink, but it's such an interesting thought because yeah. we're talking about uh, Gabby, uh Bernstein uh -huh. I'm just horrible with pronouncing names I'm you're fine uh, uh I almost feel like it's when you do this work and you do with this old past shit then you can go to Gabby and listen to that because then it actually is going to work because mm. you are clear oh my god and I got chills which means it's true because <laughs> because you know then it really can go through right because if mm -hmm. you if you have these blockages of past, right? And of, of past blocks and past beliefs and, and somebody tells you, you are beautiful, you are everything you need to be, you have the answers. It's like, it's like banging on the wall. Yes. But when you open up that door and clean everything up, this, then those things like, you know, affirmation and, and really kind of bring value, right? Can, can really work for you almost. I really like that you said that because I haven't gone back, right? Because I read The Universe Has Your Back. And I, you know, when I remember reading it and believing it and thinking like, okay, I'm going to put all my problems into this basket. You know, that was one of the things that she talks about. And you put it in that basket and the angel comes and takes it away from you, you know? And I remember just being so um, 
I just, I really just felt like I, I was in a rock bottom. Right. And I just yeah. was like, I'll do anything, you know what yeah. I mean? To feel better. Um, and so, you know, when the term, the universe has your back, I think it's true, but what's important is to, to know that you too have your back. You and the universe collaborate together. And I think that's really, really important. And so I love that you just said that because I don't want to diminish Gabby's work. No. But I think that if you can do this, just like you said, this sets the foundation to go Amen. into that. And I really like that. And, I, you know, it makes me want to go back and listen and, and, and look at, you know, and how to... Um, incorporate that. So thank you for expanding me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this whole, this whole uh, conversation, he's like a big expander. I'm just like making not mental notes here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought about it because I actually, I'm in a, like a rough moment now, a rock bottom, you can call it. And yesterday I came across this book and I started reading it. It's, it's all about like talking about how your potential like mm -hmm. how you have all the answers and I was mm -hmm. and it really lifted me up like truly lifted me up you know not a bullshit not a right you no know, I'm just trying to believe I just felt uplifted you know yeah. it felt like it worked you know so that that was interesting and, and you know I'm a believer in affirmations because here's the thing think about this or mantras right right we know that polarity works so if you look at the areas in your life that you either feel shadow in, which just means shame, right? right? Or if you look at the areas of limiting beliefs, meaning I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I can't do this. So if we know that polarity attracts, right? So if you take something, like I'm going to use the word control, right? I like control because it makes me feel safe and secure. So the polarity of that is surrender and letting go. So my affirmation or my mantra can be like, I surrender. I, you know, I can surrender. I am letting go. So you can take these mantras and these affirmations, because I do believe in them, but make it personal to you based on the polarity of what you believe is not true, because then it makes it much more powerful. Yeah, then it's like a tool that works, right? Yes. Because I'm mm -hmm. addressing the issue and not yeah. blindly saying whichever mantra, whichever yes. mantra, yeah. your mantra, because right. there's something to work there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> I got like five chills right now. <laughs> so. oh, I love that. Oh my God, this is amazing. Uh, Self worth, mm -hmm. right? Oh my God, this is like a such a gigantic, gigantic uh, subject. And I think it's just on, on such so many roads, like it's such a, a base of everything in our life, right? Like mm -hmm. I started this work and, and my self-worth, my people pleasing and, and it, it was just insane. Like when I look back now and I still have so much work to do. All of us do, right? just know that. Mm -hmm. uh, why do you think is that? Because all parents loves us, whatever, whoever, you know, however they are, like, you know, and of course there are cases that people have difficult childhoods and, and mm -hmm. situations. But why, because I feel like we all deal with that. Like we all deal 
with with lack of software and especially now you know when we have all this social media when there are people oh, yeah. one side of their life that is just perfect uh, easy breezy and and, luxurious mm-hmm. and and then you just make you feel like you know like what did I, what do, what I, who am i and what did i do in life like besides that because that's kind of new why do you think it's such a big um big issue for all of us and and well if you well, think about what yeah, when you think about what self-worth means, society has a different version of self-worth versus our own version, right? And so the problem is, is that you can put it into categories, whether it's self-worth with productivity, with money, with weight, right? With um, uh, relationships. I mean, there's so many different categories, right? And society somehow has deemed what self-worth should look like and should feel like. And so I think that, you know, when we look back to how our parents play a part in this and whether that's your mother, your father, whoever your caretaker was, it could have even been a sibling. You know, I think that the important part is to see is what does self-worth actually mean to you, right? So that's the separation of like, this is what society says. This is what my family said but how do I feel? And it's the distinguishing factor of understanding that, right? And so to me, you know, your version of self-worth is going to be different than mine, which is okay, right? Yeah. But when we think about who our authentic self is, that's a future state, that's who you're working to become, right? Um, And so for me, when I think about my authentic self, she has self-worth. And what does that mean? She's got ease in her life. She surrenders. She has gratitude and passion and joy. Um, And so it's less about what I look like and more about how I feel. And so when I think about my authentic code, right, my vital needs, the more that I allow my vital needs to be met, the closer I am to my authentic self and the more self-worth I have. Does that make sense? They're all connected, right? And, you know, um, to to Be Magnetic talks about magnetism, right? And magnetism, again, for you is going to be different for me. And what makes me feel magnetic is when I am surrendering, right? When I'm following my pings, when I'm getting out of my comfort zone and when I'm setting boundaries and like, so part of this is being present and aware. And the other part, just to kind of bring it back home, is that self-worth is the, the deep, deep, deep feeling of deservingness that you deserve to have anything that you desire, right? Not because you have self-confidence because that's very surface level, right? But the true deservingness of that anything that you want, you can have because you deserve it, that is innately self-worth. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, 150%. It's just this, um, um, uh, what you said, uh, deservingness. It's just this idea uh, to tie it back to uh, this thing that you said about like we are all different, right? And we have this societal uh, role. I like to always say that, you know, even our fingerprints, each of us, 7 billion people, we have each different fingerprint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like we have a different print for our soul, for what we yeah. 
for what makes us bring us joy for make us happy and i feel like this comfort and unhappiness comes with those societal rules that yes. you're talking about that are trying to put us in this um you know uh, bucket that we don't belong and then this whole crap from the past our parents our past uh, our whatever experiences that blocked us that's another thing that put us in this bucket that we don't want to be in yeah there's this comfort so this deservingness is this idea of like i want this and this is what i want and i deserve to have it right like because this is coming from me not from any but any of those yeah i love how you explained it <laughs> i really try honestly i think that what um, my goal for this work is to simplify. Mm -hmm. I want to make it simple enough that everyone feels like I can do that, right? Like, I, I, I understand that. Like, that doesn't feel so out of touch or out of reach. Like, that is my goal. My goal as a coach is to make sure that people understand that anyone can have anything that they want. We just have to get them to believe that they can and we have to see why they can't, right? And so when you say it like that, it makes it feel tangible. It makes it feel less intimidating and less daunting. Now, in no way am I trying to say, oh, this is so easy because there's work. Uh, that's what yeah. I was like, I have to say this because it, it is a hard freaking work. Yes. Sometimes take break because you digest all memories, you digest. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like, yeah, just. And I, so yeah, I didn't want to downplay to say that this is so easy and everybody can do it. Well, A, everybody can do it but you have to want to do it, right? You do need to put in the work. I do believe that breaks are so important because you don't want this to become something you have to do. You want this to be something that you want to do, right? And when you step away from it, you want to miss it. You want to feel like, oh, I, I kind of feel out of alignment. Like I'm, I'm ready to, to dig back in. I'm, I'm ready to go back in to, to feel connected to myself again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah 100 uh, percent. and i just want to highlight like you said it, it it is a lot of work you know yeah. um you you have to meditate and journal and 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 the, the hard part because that's not even the hard part but the hard no. part is going through the emotions right yeah mm -hmm. releasing some of these things releasing them yeah and, and rewriting this uh this beliefs that you have in the in um, in your brain i just want to give a, one example that i had yesterday you guys yeah. know the new di which is the envy and jealousy yes. uh -huh. i was like oh my god i love it because i always felt envy and jealousy i never mm -hmm. i never i always uh, you know considered as a bad feelings for some reason i never act on them um but we all feel them you know yeah oh yeah like you go on instagram and i was like Oh my gosh, she has it so easy, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting. And just to show somebody example how this works. So I had this story going on that I'm not enough, you know, okay. that I'm not enough and I'm not doing things good enough. And I worked through some, uh, a lot of stuff, you know, my mother, blah, 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 um, uh, parents stuff, etc. And something wasn't clicking. Yesterday, I had this just 
amazing epiphany. I did the uh, uh, meditation, which you call, call guys DI. Uh, the deep imaginings. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I was in it. And uh, the same day, my daughter, younger daughter, who is always trying to, you know, uh, copy my older daughter, mm -hmm. had an issue with doing something that was my older daughter was doing. I was so frustrated. And I was in this DI, and I, and I had this epiphany that, you know, I have a five year old brother. And he obviously, as a five year old, older kid was always ahead of me right you know? and I felt like I had this vision that I was trying to match him with something we were doing something lego or something and I couldn't and I was so I was like I'm not good enough and nobody was there to explain to me that I'm just freaking five years younger right and I just you know I felt like such a release I was like I woke up and I was like oh my god God, this is like so simple, you know? I love that. And what was happening was it wasn't that, you know, as a kid, you might have thought, oh, I'm jealous because we, nobody explains that envy and jealousy are different, right? Yeah. Jealousy is when something can be taken away from you. And envy is when you want that, right? And yeah. so envy is so powerful because it allows us to see, see to believe, right? Oh, if this person can do it, I can too. So yeah. to take it back to you and your brother in childhood, you were seeing him five years older, do these things that you're like, I want to do that. I know it's possible for me to do that. So it was never about jealousy. It was envy, but you just didn't know that. And what yeah, he was and doing I, is and showing you that it's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what I did as a kid, I went back to myself and I was like, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not yeah. good enough. So I can't do this Lego because I'm stupid or something, right? right. Like, this is how it went back and probably get embedded because probably situations like this in the childhood with siblings was hundreds. So, so it was just uh, just amazing as an example how how this work uh, works uh, and can help that. And there's something also I want to touch with you because you said it when I was listening to um, all the episodes with you. Um, that you know, we are talking about manifesting, and we are talking about desires and having things in life we want to. And you know, it's and you said it, and I also strongly believe. And at this stage, that's for me what would work. This work is it's really about healing and having more fulfilled life, right? Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that? That it's it's like you know, obviously we want this and job and and a car and a house and. And but then it's a it it comes down to feeling because yeah for example for house I wanted a house I have a house but my authentic code is freedom and then I have a clash there you know right. I feel tight yes I feel tight to something and right. then you know so so can you talk to that for a second mm -hmm. yeah so the idea of manifestation right that's the you know calling in the things that you want because you believe that you deserve them. It's easier to start with items, tangible items. Right. But what ends up happening is as you do this work, as you start to let go of these stories, these programmings, these shadows, the heavy heaviness, you start to feel lighter, right? And you start to recognize who you are and what feels good. The stuff that you receive is great. But what ends up happening is, is that because you are no longer living with these stories that are not true to you, that's where the work is the most beneficial. Those are non-tangible wins that I have my clients celebrate every day. 
I, I will get text messages or messages that say, I realized I was an observer today versus an absorber. And I was like, celebrate. Those are, that's a non-tangible win. And so this work, yes. Yes, I have a house and yes, I got the job I wanted and blah, blah, blah. But when I got the house I wanted, what it really gave me was safety and security, right? Like that's what I wanted. I didn't have safety and security growing up and I definitely didn't have it four years ago. So yes, I have a house, but the feeling of safety and security was more important than the house. You know, like, yes, my husband and I, you know, got to get, we got married in Switzerland, but what it really was about was the fact that like nobody else was there <laughs> and we, we were by ourselves, we were being authentic and all it was, was the exchange of vows for two people who chose each other. So yes, there are tangible things that will come in, but the non-tangible, the feeling like you said, is so much more powerful. And if you can focus on how you want to feel, the items will come in naturally. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I couldn't explain it better. I love it. <laughs> and it's so funny because I got married in Thailand and we did say oh, the same thing. We were just two of us besides mm -hmm. my village who joined us at some point. But it was just about this union and, and not anybody else. That's so funny. But um, uh, yeah, this is such an important thing, I think. And it's all about, you know, like why you want this thing. Do you want this thing? What is the feeling? Because yes. You want mm -hmm. it? Is it a valid feeling, right? Is it right. a right? Yeah. I think you distinguish this really well, too. It's like ego. What else is there? uh past low self yeah so there's ego if you're trying to force something here I'll, let me right. back it up for a second so when you're making your list when you're making your list of what you want to call in right get specific write everything down i mean very very specific i like to put that in one column the next column i like to add in y if you have x how will it feel why do you want it what's it going to give you and i don't mean give you physically but give you from a feeling the next column is when i have people add in how it matches their authentic code right your vital needs if you are realizing that the thing that you want doesn't fit your vital needs then we need to look why are you trying to force it is it coming from ego meaning if i have this it'll give me outside validation is it coming from low self-worth? Meaning, if I have this, it will make me feel a false sense of worth. Third one is, if I have this, it comes from lack mentality, meaning there's a hole and I'm trying to fill it. Yeah. So I like to look at it from that angle because it just breaks it down. It's just the way that my brain works. And it makes people feel like they can kind of plug yeah. things in and... Um, you know, I, I don't know why it just, it makes it feel, um, it makes it feel like it's something that if you write it down, you can see it. I learn from seeing. And so when it's all down on paper, it just makes more sense. Yeah. And it makes it cl clear, you know, yeah. because this is a ta ta tangled work, right? Oh, yes. Here's the past. Here's the future. What I want, <laughs> here are my beliefs. Yes. Like, uh, where am I? What's going on? And when right. you 
said, when you write it down this way, it makes it more clear and mm -hmm. okay. So now the puzzle com puzzles come together and we see the picture, what's going on. And yeah. Why we want it. Oh my God. You know that we could talk probably for an hour, but I'm not going to take <laughs> because like I said on the beginning, but my most precious currency. So the last couple of questions. Mm -hmm. I, and I forgot the one question I always ask, but it, it means that it wasn't meant to ask be asked. So we'll leave that. But I always last ask my guests about um, something that inspires them lately, a book, a podcast, maybe it's a gadget or an app that helps you run your businesses. Something because I always believe we learn from each other and we have mm -hmm. to find there's so many new things. And my guest always brings so many cool like tricks, tips and apps and books and podcasts. And so what is that for you that inspires you or helps you lately? So this is going to be really um, not exciting. Um, but if you I'm have an excited if you have an iPhone yeah on the iPhone is a voice memo app yes that is such a powerful tool because hearing yourself talk whether it's you talking out a trigger you talking out a test you reinforcing something, whether it's about abundance or surrender or whatever it may be, but you hearing yourself work through the tangled web is so powerful. It's one thing to write it out, right? But to talk it out and then to go back and hear it is just, it's my most favorite thing. I have so many voice memos in my phone and some of them are pep talks, right? Like, Heather, you are abundant. Anything that you've ever wanted, you have received. And if you haven't, it's because you believe that you can't, right? If things are hard, you are making them hard. I mean, when I hear myself say it, I'm like, you're right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's coming back to this fact that we have all the answers. Yes. And so I, it's not, a, I mean, yes, I've got, you know, I have podcasts that inspire me, you know, the almost 30 podcast lately has just been blowing my mind. And obviously the TBM expanded podcast I love. And yes, you know, there's uh, my favorite workout app is called tread thrill. It's a, um, it's like tread, like treadmill. Um, and so it's like a workout, um, you know, they, you can pick your, um, your workout to, to run to on the treadmill and it's so fun. So of course there's those things, but the voice memo app is where it is at. I'm going to try it because I talk to myself in the car all the time. That's the best place to turn the voice memo on. Oh my God. I have, and I got this thing, the stand now in the car. Oh my God. I'm going to so try it. It's so that's great. Awesome. It's my favorite. <laughs> I strongly believe it that sometimes, you know, we are used to data, the research, whatever. And sometimes the, the solutions are so, so simple. So I, I love this one. Heather, thank you so much. I really, really so appreciate it. I well, thank you. It was such a wonderful to talk to you. And, and thank you for sharing your story and your work and, and uh, everything. Okay, just a short couple words, uh, words on the end. Uh, Sena and Dilar coming back from the park. 
Um, I hope you enjoy my, enjoyed my conversation with uh, Heather Whitaker. Oh my God, so much wisdom from her. Um, and what a beautiful story and, and incredible vulnerability, which I, again, I'm, thanks, I'm thankful for her so much for that. Um, I hope you opened your mind a little bit. I know, you know, nothing can be forced in life. If you are not ready to work and go deep within yourself, um, nobody is forcing you. But but try at least because I really think that, you know, every change and we are going through so many changes in society now. And, and it's really, you know, we got locked down to work on ourselves to dig deep to not run away to not numb to to really stay with uh, with um, our own things and clear them up and align ourselves more and and kind of progress our souls and and ourselves as human beings and i think these tools and uh, header as a coach and other to be magnetic coaches and and tbm platform and 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 lazy tools like i mentioned are so helpful to that it's not culty it's uh, it, you have full freedom how to work with it when to do it and and if you have time if you don't if you have minimal time they actually reorganized the whole platform so now it's so easy to access all the meditations and and journaling prompts and, and decide you know if you have little time you can do this if you have this problem or something triggers you you can do this uh, manifestation and journaling so i hope you open your mind and and try it out and look it up maybe start with expanded podcast that is uh, listed below and uh, and go from there uh, but you know overall i just hope you get inspired and learn something and open your mind a little because that's the goal of every episode i do and uh, this one with amazing one with heather whitaker um, uh, i hope did just that for you thanks for listening and until the next time i love and night. Nice.